Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's me, Diana Terry. We are diving in to our second episode of the week. And this one is a follow up for Tuesday's episode or Monday's episode. My apologies. And I promised you in Monday's episode when I talked about building a strong foundation for your goals, for any type of goal setting, for something you're reaching for, for this like new life you want to build, whatever it is, I talked about the idea of what it means to build a strong foundation. And one of the steps in building a strong foundation is your goal setting and how you do it and how you approach it. So I promised that I would share with you the process that I use now as opposed to struggling with other processes or other people's processes that didn't fully work for me in the past. I now have my own process that I use. It's a little blend of things that I've learned, um, things that I found have done well for me. And I'm going to share it with you guys. I have a free downloadable PDF guide that you can take to plan your own goals. Uh, You just click the link that's in the show notes and you can go get it emailed directly to you. So if you want to pause before you listen to the rest of this episode and go download that, I highly recommend it. Or if you don't have the time to do that or don't have like a computer or something to download a PDF on, you can do this on a notebook, a piece of paper. Just don't don't think that the PDF is required. The process is what I'm giving you today in this episode. If you want the PDF to help out, that's awesome. If not, you can totally do this just on a piece of paper, whatever works for you. So I'm going to share with you my entire process for setting goals, breaking them down, those big scary goals into small actionable ones, and give you... The tools that I use to stay on track, uh, because we talked about in yes in the last episode, episode thirty, you know the statistics for people that start big and then how they fall off. Like we talked about the statistics and related to gym memberships at the beginning of the year, but it's true of a lot of goal setting. So I'm going to give you my step by step guide that's going to help you set your goals, break them down into actionable steps, and actually achieve lasting success. So let's do it, guys. Hey everyone, welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life and business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. All right, here we go. So by now, you have either a piece of paper or you have gone and gotten the goal guide emailed directly to you, and you've got it printed out or it's on your iPad or whatever you're going to do. You are ready to dive into this process. So here we are. It's the second week of January. You know that time comes around, everyone sets a New Year's resolution, and we go big, and we go hard, and we go really fast, and we don't plan, and we don't let go of the stuff that's not going to work for us, and oftentimes we falter, and then we get mad at ourselves, or we get upset, and we let that fear of failure stop us from trying again. So we're going to prevent that from happening by spending a little time doing this process first, instead of jumping right in going from December 31st to January 1st, and all of a sudden I'm a new person because that's not realistic. So here's what we're going to do on your piece of paper or on your guide. We're going to write down three things first. The first is today's date. Today's the day that you're going to sit down and set this goal 
and have that mental shift that this is going to be a new part of my life moving forward. So today's date, the day that you decided to make this shift. And then your goal length is, okay, maybe I have a one-year goal. Maybe it's like a New Year's resolution type goal, or maybe it's six months. The example that I'm working off today is my form that I filled out for how I would like to look and feel on my wedding day. And that relates to my physicality. So mine is a weight loss goal in this one. I use this guide in my business. So I have multiple ones of these filled out at all times. So I have a nine-month goal. I'm getting married in October. My exact accomplished by date is October 15th, 2022. So write down today's date, the day you want to accomplish it by, like the due date, and how much time that is in months. Or it could be years. You could break it down in that sense too. So my goal is to lose 35 pounds. Now, just to be clear, (laughs) I have gained 50 pounds since I met my partner, but I was not in a healthy weight when I met her. So I don't want to go back down to that unhealthy form. I know because of my experience in my own body that I feel my best at around 125. So that's what I'm going for. I want to weigh about 125 when I get married. Now, there's a difference in people, a lot of people say you have to have very specific goals. I agree that you have to have specific goals. My only thing when it comes to weight is that I'm not going to get mad at myself if I'm 127 and not 125. So I want to keep in mind that there's a little flexibility in certain situations, okay? And what's important is that we have this process, we stick to it, and that we shift our our lifestyle as we make these changes and reach these goals. So you've got your goal, you've got when you're going to reach it by, it's clearly defined in what you want to do. Um, Other goal, other examples, you could have a sales goal. I want to reach this much in revenue by a certain amount of time. You could have a goal for if you're building an online brand, a number of followers or people in your community, um, things like that. If you are a stay-at-home parent, if you say, I want to have my house organized, I want to organize my home in this certain way, or I might, me and my kids want to achieve this level of connection or family time, whatever it is, you can use this for anything. So the next part is a really important step, and this is where we're going to use a little visualization. I'm big on meditation, visual visualization, uh, manifesting, that's a huge part of my business, my life, and everything else. So my next thing that I want you to write down is how will I feel when I've reached my goal? And I want you to give yourself like a five minute timer, set it and stream of consciousness and think about everything. So for me, it's yeah, I want to feel lighter because I have less weight on me. But in my stream of consciousness, the things that I wrote down is I'm going to have healthy coping mechanisms. I'm going to sleep better. I will have more fun shopping because I'll feel better about myself. My arms will be stronger. I'm going to have clear complexion. I'm going to feel healthy. I'm going to feel strong. I'm going to have more energy. So it's not just like I'm going to lose 35 pounds. It's how my life is going to feel when this is my reality. So same thing in business. If you're sitting here going, you know, one of my clients, we want to reach $450,000, $500,000 in sales this year. How will you feel when you're making that money? How will your life be different? How will certain stresses in your life change? How will um, things be easier? How will or will your day be busier? Write down what your life is going to look like. How will I feel when I wake up and I live every day with this goal achieved. And really connect to that feeling, connect to that reality. Take the time to go deep in that visualization. 
a lot of people when they are manifesting homes and stuff, they picture what it's like to wake up in their dream home. I get out of my bed. I have these kinds of sheets. The walls are painted this color. I have beautiful artwork. I walk down the hall into my kitchen and I have an espresso maker and I have a beautiful view. You need to go into the detail of what it's going to feel like to achieve this goal because that emotional attachment to it triggers something in your brain that helps you strive for it to helps you keep it in focus. So after you've done that, after you understand how you're going to feel when we've achieved this goal, there's two more sections I want you to write down. And one is a release section, the things that you need to release to achieve this goal. And the other is prepare. And these are, okay, what tools do I not have yet that I need in order to get there? So going on my example of me wanting to lose weight and feel and look a certain way for my wedding day, the things that I'm releasing are alcohol, unhealthy eating habits, um, the idea that I cannot learn how to work out because I have, I have some sort of fear of the gym, but not of hard work. So it's, it's a fear of the gym and, and the idea that I stick out in the gym. I'm releasing those. I've decided that no one gives a shit how I look at the gym, no one's even looking at me. They're looking in a mirror. They're looking at their biceps. I don't know what they're looking at, but they're not looking at me. So I am releasing those things in order to achieve my goal. And I'm going to, if you need to do a process to release things, one of my episodes a few ago was talking about releasing things at the end of the year, write them down, rip them up, burn them, trash them, whatever process you need to do to actually let go of that tie to that thought. And then we move over to our idea of preparing. So if you're saying, oh, I want to scale up my business goals and I want to reach this level of revenue. Okay, well, do you need to offer more products? Do you need to raise your prices? Do you need to pay to put a marketing strategy in place? Do you need to hire more employees? Think about the things that you need in order to reach that goal that you aren't using currently. So my list for you know, choosing to lose this weight is to learn how to work out. I want to watch some videos and make a few lists of what I would do at the gym so I'm prepared. I want to make habit of drinking a lot of water. That's something I've struggled with forever. And I'm going to schedule my time to work out. That is a big thing. And I'm going to continue to meditate and value my sleep because I know that I won't have the energy to work out or stay focused if I'm exhausted. I just know that of myself. That's true of everyone, but I have a chronic illness. So for me, it's a little more dramatic. So I've set the list of things that I'm going to release. And I've set the list of things that I need to do to prepare to reach this goal. And the last, not the last step, but the next step, the the scary one is what fears do I have around this goal? Because if your goal is so easily attainable that you're like, oh, I can do this tomorrow, you're not reaching big enough. If you know that you you can reach your goal in a week, that's not the kind of goal that we're planning for here. These are big goals. Losing 35 pounds is a lot of weight. That's like a five-year-old. Losing 35 pounds is not a small goal to me. And my business goals aren't small either. And my personal goals with my family, my travel goals, none of them are small. They're big goals. And in order to achieve big goals, we have to make little steps. And that's what we're doing with this. So there's always fear when it comes to big goals. If you're not a little bit afraid of it, it's not big enough. Dream a little bit bigger because you deserve to. So my fear around this is that I'll look stupid at the gym and that my chronic illness will prevent me from doing this. 
And both of those are just flat out not true. They're not true. I'm not going to look stupid at the gym. And even if I did, it doesn't change anything. It's not going to make me lose less weight. It will just be an emotional feeling of like, man, that felt weird. <laughs> and and my chronic illness, you know, it's it's so easy to sit there and be like, ah, I'm just going to play into this. But I, I know for a fact, because my body has proven it to me before, that I can do this. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to let go of my fears. I've addressed them. I've realized that they are not big enough to stop me from doing this. And that the risks are not bigger than the rewards. So I've addressed my fears. I see them there and maybe they seem scary, but they're they're not going to hurt me. So I'm going to move on. And the next thing that I want you to write down is find someone who's going to hold you accountable. You know, if you're if you're working on a a business goal, you may want to look into joining a mastermind group a small focused mastermind group, and that group can hold you accountable. That's a great idea. If you're looking on some personal goals, find a friend who will be honest with you, not someone who's just going to say, oh my God, don't worry, you can skip the gym today. Let's go to happy hour. That's not the friend you want pushing you to reach your goal. You want the friend who's going to be honest with you, the friend who's going to be like, no, don't give up. No, I'm not going to go come over to your house and have wine if you haven't gone to the gym in three days. So find someone that's going to be honest with you, who's going to actually keep you motivated and someone that has the time and is willing to dedicate to making, you know, to being there for you, to being that voice for you. And the last two things I want to write down on this first page. So I have something called my brick bonus, which if you listen to episode 30, my one on building a foundation, you'll understand the brick analogy. I used a whole analogy of what it's like to actually build a physical foundation for a building or a home. And there's a process you have to excavate, which is what we did when we released. And then you have to frame it out, which is what we did when we prepared. And then you fill it in with the strength of everything. So you do the things on your prepare list. And then you start to build your bricks and your bricks get you to your goal. And an important part of the brick process is that you celebrate those little wins. You can't sit there and go, I'm not going to be happy until I've lost 35 pounds. Because then what, I'm just not going to be happy for nine months planning my wedding because I haven't reached my goal weight? No, I want to be happy the whole time. I want to continue to love myself and and be excited and enjoy the process as we go. So I'm going to write down right now what little things I will celebrate myself with when I reach my brick goals. So mine for, and one thing I said in my last episode, and I'm going to say here. You don't want to celebrate with something that's going to go against your goal. So if I'm sitting here going, I'm releasing alcohol to live a healthier life and lose this weight, I'm not going to go celebrate with a glass of wine or happy hour. That's counterproductive. So the things that I'm going to celebrate with are smoothies, which I don't normally spend the money on, but I will buy myself a healthy smoothie if I've reached my goal that week, a new book, um, go for a hike. Uh, allow myself the time with or whether the kids are home or not to have a relaxing bubble bath. Um, So I've laid out and I've written down the things that I'm going to promise myself when I am having a small celebration. I've laid a brick and now I deserve to celebrate. And then the next last thing before we break down the details of the goal is your refocus strategy. Because here's the thing, we are all human We all falter. We all fall down. Failure is a part of growth. Failure is a part of life. The big difference is whether or not that failure stops you from continuing or you're able to refocus and get back on track. 
So my refocus strategy, if I fall down, if I don't make my brick that week, if I slip and go have a glass of wine, or if I sit there and I go, I'm going to eat fast food three days in a week, and I kind of give up on that goal for a second. My first step is I'm going to forgive myself. And I suggest you write this down for yours as well. Because that's the biggest part of being able to refocus is not hanging up on the the idea that we get to beat ourselves up for having a misstep or struggling or not being perfect. I'm going to forgive myself and then I'm going to go to the gym that day. So that's my refocus strategy. If I know, if I recognize that I have gotten off track, I'm going to forgive myself and I'm going to tell myself that I have to make time to go to the gym that day. Even if that means that I have to go at nine o'clock at night after I put the kids to bed, that's going to be my refocus strategy. So this is all kind of like the emotional, mental part leading up into the goal guide. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to break down our goals into super actionable, small, little bite-sized bricks. So page two of the goal guide is a worksheet. So we're going to start like this. You're going to write down your goal at the top and you can do this on a piece of paper. Just write down your goal at the top and the date you want to have it done by. And then we're going to break down the months, the weeks, and the days between now and your goal. So this could be 12 months, you know, 52 weeks, 365 days. That's a year. Mine is nine months, 39 weeks, and 176 days. So once I've done that math, I've broken it down, I'm going to go into this little chart. And this is just kind of like a little funnel chart that starts from the top. So when my goal is accomplished, I will weigh 125. I will have lost 35 pounds. If I split that into two half the time period, so instead of nine months, each one's four and a half months, I only have to lose 17 and a half pounds in four and a half months. And then if I split that in half again, so we're thinking, you know, 12 months, six months, quarterly. If I split that in half again, in two and a half months, which is only nine weeks, I only have to lose 8.75 pounds in nine weeks. That's less than a pound a week. So when we start to break these things down, they look less and less scary. I'm like 35 pounds. That's a lot of weight to lose. And this impending, you know, mindset in my head of like, oh my gosh, the wedding's nine months away. That is not a lot of time. I can tell you right now, I used to be a full-time wedding planner. That is not a lot of time. Granted, most of the wedding is planned, but that's not the point. It's not a lot of time. But when I break it down and I go, oh, it's only it's only a pound a week, a little less than a pound a week, like 1.9 pounds a week. I can do that. I can sit there and make that healthy choice and be like, eh, I don't want to eat the ice cream today. I'm going to have some fruit for dessert. I'm going to get up and go for a run. If I make those small shifts each, each day, because I only have to lose 0.9 pounds a week, I'm going to get to my goal without it being this big, scary, intense, oh, I have to go hard the day I start and I never get to stop or rest. That's not what we're going for because that's not sustainable. That's not going to create lasting success. I want lasting success. I want to wake up on my wedding day and be like, you know what? I'm the healthiest I've ever been. I feel fucking great. That's who I want to be. That's the goal. That's the idea and the heartfelt moment I want to have when I reach this goal. And I want you to have it too. Like, this is what we deserve to do, man. We deserve to reach these goals and feel really, really fucking good along the way. And that's why I, I, I do this for you guys. And so the last thing that you can do 
is I have page three of my goal guide is a, is your weekly bricks. And there are 52 um, little spots here. You can use however many you need or you don't need. Um, and I write out what I need to do every week. Now, if you're doing something besides losing weight, if you're sitting here setting a goal, maybe you want to start a photography business. This doesn't just have to be broken down in like numbers or things like that. If you want to start a photography business and say, okay, at the end of six months, I want to have ha I want to have an established photography business and I want to have had 40 clients. I want to have had 40 photo shoots. Okay, we'll start from the end. Be like, okay, well, what do I need? What do I need to release? The idea that I can't do this, whatever. What do I need to prepare for? I need to get my camera. I need editing equipment. Maybe I need to take some education on how to edit photos, a lighting course, whatever. And break. start from the big goal and break down the things that you need to do in the way. So if, if you're saying, okay, say you wanted to do it in a year. In a year, I'll just make the math easy. <laughs> in a year, I want to have made... I want to have a photography business in 12 months where I've had 120 clients. That's 10 clients a month. So, but you break it down. Okay, so in the first year, if I want to have had 120 clients, I only need 60 clients every six months. And then quarterly, you only need, like, of course, I can't do math, 30 clients each quarter. And break it down like that. So it doesn't seem that scary. So then you can start. So on these 52 weekly bricks, you can sit there and go, okay, this week, this week, I'm going to set out and I'm going to find three new clients. And then you go on social media and you go in that local mom's group and you comment on all the women looking for photo shoots. And then you reach out to five of your friends the next week and you write these goals down and say, okay, what do I need to do to get here? And I'm going to assign all of these tasks that I think I need to do to get where I want to be each week. And I'm going to accomplish those each week and set your mind to it. The last key thing that you should do is put your weekly bricks into your calendar. Schedule them. Schedule them where if you use Asana or a Google cal calendar of some sort, make your time unavailable for anything else when you're supposed to be doing that. So for me to lose my weight, my one pound a week, I have my runs scheduled in my calendar. I have my days I'm going to go to the gym. And I have on my daily, I use a uh, like a digital calendar because I like to write on my iPad, but I want it digitally so it's available. So I use the Passion Planner uh, digital format, which is phenomenal with Goodreads. Um, and I'll put some links in the show notes to both of those because I love the Passion Planner. I actually bought them when they were a Kickstarter and that was years ago and they're an amazing company. And I use Goodreads to, um, to navigate through it and it's phenomenal. But I write in there, I remind myself like, hey, my daily focus for my personal thing today is to drink my water. I need to drink my water. So I make sure that I have my lemons pre-cut in the fridge because I prefer lemon in my water. And I make sure that my Brita filter is filled and I set myself up for success. So I want you guys to be able to sit here and say, I want to create lasting success. I don't want to just go for it and have no plan and feel lost and then beat myself up when I don't get there. So I want you guys to click the link in the show notes. It'll go where you can sign up and I will get the email, the PDF sent directly to you. And I want you to use this goal guide for as many things as you possibly can. Print out five of them. Print them with your friends. Have a, 
have a girls night and and goal setting sit there and order pizza and drink wine and set goals with each other and motivate each other and um use this guide to the best of your abilities because i really do think that when we organize our goals in a way that we can achieve them and approach them without it being so overwhelming we can have so much more lasting success so i hope you guys enjoy this episode I hope you go download the PDF. And if you aren't able to do that, do this practice on your own. I'd love to hear from you. Share your goal setting success on Instagram. Tag me at owning your authenticity. I want to see I want to see you guys working for yourselves. I want to see you guys putting yourselves first. I want to see you guys creating that lasting success for yourself. It's such an amazing feeling and you all absolutely deserve it. So thank you again for listening and go ahead and share this with a friend who deserves to hear it. Feel free to leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. And I will see you guys next week.